Hello and welcome to Babel Babble, a podcast about translation. I want to talk about literature and translation, translated fiction, translation theory and practice, and everything in between. This podcast is hosted by yours truly, Lucia. I am a translator and PhD candidate in translation studies here in the UK. This podcast series includes ramblings, reviews, interviews, or just random translation chat. This podcast is my little quarantine project. I am a huge perfectionist and I am studying translation. I am a translator and I read a lot of translated fiction. Also, I am all for having translated fiction as a genre of literature. So why not read and review these books that I'm reading anyway um, with some inside knowledge of the process of translation? Obviously, not all these books I I won't have access to the source language or culture, so the review of the translation itself can be a bit hindered by that. But I'll try to do my best to take the translated the, the fact the fact that these books are translations into consideration and bring them to your attention. I also want to do um, obviously right now with the quarantine and not having people around might be harder to set up interviews or chats with others but i'll try to do my best so that you don't just listen hear my voice the whole time um this is just a disclaimer like a pre-first episode i will start with some books that i've read already and i just wanted to review and uh give a shout out so, so that people read i read them i really believe that more people should read these books and that's uh, what I'll talk about um and then well there will be some episodes talking about like offering book reviews and some uh where I'll talk about specific themes in translation translation studies academic translation studies versus translation especially liter- literary translation in the market I also want to have some interviews with translators with you know other people that are involved in the translation business. I hope you like this. Um, I'm just, you know, recording my voice and putting it out there in the world. I hope that it, it means something to you, that it it's like of any use to you, that it's fun to listen to me talk about things that I actually really love, um, which is all things translation. This first episode will be about the book Drive Your Plow Over the Bones of the Dead by Olga Tokarczuk and translated by Antonia Lloyd-Jones. I came across this book. Um, I was working at the Warwick Women in Translation Prize last year in November, and uh, uh, this was one of the shortlisted. I first heard about Olga through uh, the other book that was also shortlisted, but for the year before. Um, flights. I've read I read part of it, some excerpts, and but I haven't read it in its entirety. So I want to do it uh, at one point. But then this book, since um, this other book by uh, Olga is a bit more like a, an actual novel, whereas Flights is like snippets here and there. So I just decided to give this one a go, and I've I've I was there when Antonia Lloyd Jones. Uh, the translator she read an excerpt in the when we were having the event for the prize so that was um 
she, it's just a great reader. Like she, she is very, her reading style is very enticing. So you kind of really want to read the book after she uh, talks about it. So that's, that's been my plan. And I've actually read this book back in January. Um, it's, it's, how can I say it's, it's a gem. That's why I want to, I wanted to start by it also because Olga won the Nobel prize. So this kind of is on brand. Um, uh, so it kind of is like, makes sense to talk about this book maybe now. Um, I can't talk much about the translation itself because I can't read Polish. Um, but as I said in the the pre-first episode, um, I set up this podcast to talk about translation in general, but also to talk to shed more light over translated fiction as a literary genre. I believe it should be it should be read with a with a keen eye and with a special kind of reading style than non-translated fiction. So, but you might disagree with me. I have uh, very good friends in the translation world who do not think that this is the case. Um, I could talk about it, you know, for hours. <laughs> Let me know if you want me to record a special podcast about this debate. But um, let's talk, let's dive into um, Olga here. Um, so this book is a very odd little book. It's kind of a crime novel mystery style but the whole thing about the book what 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 makes you want to read and it's not necessarily you know to know who the killer quote-unquote killer is is just more about the narrator who's this middle like actually an old woman i would say middle age but she's an old woman uh, and she's she's odd and, and quirky and just she believes in astrology and she talks a lot about astrology um but she's not a very good astrologer um she's very protective and you know actually passionate about animals uh and this is this kind of drives the whole narrative she lives in this small polish village and the novel is set in the winter time more than anything else and then obviously there's there's people who live in Warsaw who then um have these residences for the summer and obviously in the winter they use it and she is kind of the, the keeper of these houses she makes sure that these houses are um okay for for when summer is back and then these people come um she is very passionate about animals as i said to you before um and she and this book is actually just so kind of echo critic take on um many things I, I don't know how to explain the what the book means to me it is which, which is bad because i'm doing a whole podcast about this book anyway <laughs> it is it is um the title of the book is in reference to blake and uh, this, um, the narrator, Janina, is translating poems by Blake with a friend. And so this is interspersed with her whole investigation of a series of murders that happened, happened in, in her local village. Um, the police doesn't take her seriously. She has some friends who are, like, you know, you suspect that they're involved in 
the whole thing. And she has a theory that it's actually these deaths are happening because this is a kind of a revenge of the animals against, um, you know, because all of the victims had a history of mistreating animals and that, that she knows of, which is important for the for this it's just very odd and 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 it's at the same time it's a bit gloomy and also funny it's just i've 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 read it and i i i was like maybe three weeks because i usually read a little bit every night before bed so i was like kind of like taking it like little droplets of the book but usually, it, honestly, it can be read in one day. It's like it's it's not a very long book, and the prose is very fluid. Um, Antonia La Jones, I think she made a great um, she did a great job of like making it read fluently. Although I do not believe in a, a review of a translation that says, "Oh, it's good because it's fluent." I don't think fluency is. I think fluency is overrated. And also, what does it what does it mean when you say fluent? You know, so I think it's not domesticating because it's very clear that this is set in a Polish context. And um, but at the same time, uh, I think Antonia makes a good job of does a good job of you know bringing this oddness and and some of the cultural differences, but also making it readable and and. And it's 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 not hiding the fact that it's a translation, which I like. I don't like when when it has to pass as as if it were written originally in English. So that's one of the reasons why I mention Antonia's name so often because I do think that she, you know, the translator needs to be at center stage. Uh, and this is the case. I think I I don't know. Can we say? Can I say that I've read Tokarczuk or? that I've read Lloyd-Jones about Tukarka. I don't know. Like, I have this thing that I think that the translator kind of shares a little bit of the authorship. And if I can only read in translation, I cannot read the, the source text in Polish. How can I claim that I've read Olga Tukarczuk, really? You know, if I've actually read a version of it. So I I like that kind of impossibility of of reading the the source text and the fact that and, and I think literature in translation in English should acknowledge that more than it does because there's this fear of because there it's not a very widely read and or sold genre in in the English speaking world people are so so afraid of of you know, scaring the readers. And I do think that this is like, that's the opposite of what you do. You should make it more obvious that this is a book written in another land by a person who is not English and who has a different outlook. And it's, it's there are so many odd things about this book. The narrator is odd, but she's also, um, you know, you kind of root for her. You want her to, you know, you, you kind of, I felt that I was on her side the whole time, even though she is odd, and you know, uh, I it's just a very um, loving book. I just, I, I don't, I don't think I have much more to. It's funny and odd at the same time, as I said. Uh, it is. It talks about animal welfare, and it, it brings to for this whole the, the ethical question of you know hunting versus poachers, and 
also I think a little bit um, these places that are forgotten by people, these people that are forgotten, they often don't have a voice, like our narrator and like the people that live close to her. And also, if you think about it, animals also don't get to tell their story, to have their voice. So this is kind of a... It's, at points, I thought it was a bit supernatural. Uh, and it, it went back and forth between this kind of funny slash supernatural slash mystery crime novel. And I'm not going to say more about it because I don't want to spoil it, but the end is just, it's a, there's a plot twist some, some towards the end. And I just love, I just love it. It makes sense. Uh, it, even though it is a plot twist, I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, I'm curious to see if other people also think about it. Cause I don't, I've never seen people talking about the actual um, plot twist and obviously this book is very recent so people don't want to spoil it um i've also heard that this book has had an adaptation a film adaptation in poland um that was released last year if i'm no in 2018 um and that it got it was a bit of a polemic because poland is going through this um like right-wing context right now so this is um it's interesting to see maybe one day um to be able to watch this movie and thought think about the adaptation because i wonder how they were able to make the voice of the narrator in the adaptation that would be an interesting kind of comparison to make because that that's all, all always what interests me in adaptations that how they take a first person narrator and they put it in in a in a movie in a in film setting so um, well, maybe this is for another episode about adaptation and about the vision of this specific book. But this is was was a lovely read. Um, I highly recommend it. Also, it, it's it's published by Fitzcarraldo Editions, and they are just they're just great publishers of translated fiction. I just they have such a great catalog, um, not only of fiction but also of essays and uh, nonfiction about translation. So do give the catalog a look and they're also like the prices of the books and the the whole the the design of the covers is like the way they do it is is, is really well thought of and so i think um they deserve more praise um i think for now that this is like my test drive so this is the test episode um i really like the book but as I said, I've read it back in January and I don't want to just go and reread it. Um, I do have some, I have a quote that I really like from the book that I thought you should, I wouldn't want to share with you. Obviously, it's not a quote big enough to have any kind of um, copyright problems. Uh, this is when the narrator talks about one of the um, Varsal people who come to the village in the summer who is a writer and she says in a way people like her those who wield the pen can be dangerous at once a suspicion of fakery springs to mind that such a person is not him or herself but an eye that's constantly watching and whatever it sees it changes into sentences in the process it strips reality of its most essential quality its inexpressibility Love it. And also, I think this applies to translation. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, yeah.
thank you for listening to Babel Babel. I hope you like it and I hope you come back for the next episode.